Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're hearing that music, you know exactly what time it is. It is time for Attitude Air Live on 89.1 Kens FM. We're with you until 11 p.m. tonight, every Monday night. As a matter of fact, we are celebrating week number 52 on the air, and we are celebrating our year anniversary next week. And uh, we have a few special guests, but of course, let's uh, first off welcome... Uh, let's welcome the gal back uh, that uh, Sly tried to buy off, but uh, we fired him and we brought Granny back. How are you, Granny? Good to have you. Well, thank you, Icon. It's good to be back for another great show on uh, Ken's 89.1 FM. So, and, you know, I don't know what Sylvester J. Fox's problem is, but he shouldn't be trying to pay people off. But we'll get into that later into the show. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're we're going to kick off the show, and then we have Matthias, and we have a special uh, presentation. Hey, Matthias, how are you, uh, Modern Nightmare? Good to have you. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Um, after I would say it was a pretty darn good show uh, with Sylvester J. Fox last week, in yeah, my you opinion. Yeah, next to him. Yeah, we did. I think we did pretty well, not going to lie. So it's kind of a little downer that, you know, Granny Hulkster is back. But, you know, it's all, it's kind of nice to have her back, too. I mean, you, you can't – it goes both ways in that situation. Well, Sylvester, he, he also started my lawnmower for me. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that, that also helps in the uh, progress of keeping him as a part-time, uh, <laughs> part-time host. But uh, other than that, after another long work week and a uh, uh, nice kind of chill weekend, no wrestling involved, but I'll be going to wrestling this upcoming Friday, which I'll talk about later. Um, other than that, it was good. I'm ready to be back here on 89.1 Kent FM. Well, speaking of uh, 89.1 so Kent FM. I got a really quick question for Matthias, Icon. Real quick question, Matthias. So when uh, are you it, supposed Granny? to be coming to Arkansas? You well, said uh, you're, week you were in contact with um, Ozark Mountain Wrestling. So when are you going to be making your appearance? Well, I mean, I told. Oh well, I mean, I I told them. I said, well, you know, Matthias is uh, the number one wrestler, not only in North Dakota, number one heel, but all around in the states. And uh, whenever he wanted to uh, put a true talent in his main event, uh, that I would be uh, waiting for him to uh, ask me to come on down and. Give me some money, and we'll we'll do something. So, Granny, okay, I'm guessing that curious, you're being just curious. So, Granny, I'm guessing you're not going to be inviting Matthias over for tea and crumpets. But anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll talk about not. that a little later. But, but uh, right now, I want to introduce everybody to the man that uh, I don't know. Well, maybe you don't want me to tell us, but uh, the man that's responsible for bringing us to you every Monday night. Uh, we have uh, the master of radio. Repair. His name is Ken, and he owns Ken's FM. How are you, Ken? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for inviting me to your show this evening. All right. Well, uh, uh, will you be able to stick around the whole show or not? 
I probably could. Um, I do know that uh, there are a couple of errands I've got to run, but uh, I'm sure that uh, if you need me, uh, um, I can stick around. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we do that? Uh, we'll uh, we'll have you on because this is our uh, we celebrate our year on the air uh, next week. Next week will be week number fifty three, and uh, uh, you do plan on keeping us around at least for another week. <laughs> I hope so. Okay. Well, anyway, so uh, we all got together, uh, Granny and Matthias and myself. Uh, we actually used the money that Sly was paying us to keep Big Swing and Granny off the air to get you a little gift. And we're gonna and we're gonna present that to you right now. Uh, now, it's not exactly the 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 same model, but uh, it, it's it's similar. Uh, I'm working on getting the same model. You know, tell us real quick what was the first radio that you ever had and how you acquired it. Oh, that's a cool story. That goes way back to childhood. Um, it was mid-60s, and uh, in the middle 60s, a, uh, a new invention called the transistor uh, came out, and everybody saw that as one huge money-making marketing thing. And what happened was it made everything portable. A transistor obviously wasn't a tube. You didn't have to have a power supply, all that sort of stuff to run it. A transistor, you could operate on a battery. Well, that instated a whole just rush of uh, electronics that became portable. And that was the basically the time that radio became the number one electronic medium in the world. In other words, there was no other electronic medium as good as radio for passing along information, uh, weather, and uh, entertainment. All of that wrapped up into a single transistorized portable radio. And I saw one of those in my parents' uh, Montgomery Ward catalog. Back in those days, you had these big, thick catalogs that were, what, two inches thick? And uh, or more, the uh, the nice thing about it was that you could just peruse through the pages and look at all the items they had for sale. Yeah, isn't and, it true that you could, uh, if you wanted to, you could actually buy a house out of one of these catalogs? As I remember, I think that was one of the options. Um, the thing that got me was that uh, I could, for twelve dollars, out of my paper route money buy one of these radios and have an AM radio of my own that I could listen to rock and roll on. Well, that all came about when uh, I saved up enough money for my paper route. I gave my dad, I think it was $12 of cash. <laughs> it was probably a whole pile of pennies. And uh, <laughs> he uh, ordered it. And, uh, of course, I waited on pins and needles for two weeks. Well, uh, uh, they shipped it out, and lo and behold, in my hand was a really cool little blue six-transistor Montgomery Ward Airline radio, AM only. Now, don't take this question the wrong way, Ken, but did you guys have a TV yet? At yep. You did. Okay. Um, did our you first have television... big radios, too? Um, no. Uh, the, the big console radio that you see in our studio down here, uh, that was actually uh, gifted to me from uh, my mom's cleaning lady. Oh. And uh, it was her grandmother's. And uh, it's an old 1950s vintage Coronado uh, 
console radio that's on the floor, and it works to this day. Yeah. Um, I think I even demonstrated it for you at one yeah, time. As a matter of fact, my, uh, my grandmother actually left me her radio uh, in her will, um, and uh, uh, just a little side note, uh, it's out at my sister's place, and uh, I remember every time I'd go to uh, my grandmother's place, we'd always uh, would hook up the uh, 8-track to the back of it, and we listened to Glenn Campbell and Johnny Horton and Elvis and uh, all that other stuff. But anyway, so I'm going to get on with the presentation here. Uh, like I say, uh, we're still working on trying to get the exact kind of model that you have when you're a kid, but this was actually a year newer we want to present you with a transistor from the 1960s, a 7 transistor. Oh. You had a 6. That is a 7. That is actually a Montgomery Ward 7 transistor from 1966. Oh, wow. I think I remember wow. thinking. I think I, yeah, I remember seeing these in the catalog. This is the black one. Right. Uh, but it's got the same layout. Uh, it's got the... Uh, uh, the little thumb wheel <laughs> dials, one on each side, just right. like mine had. And do you remember what kind of battery it takes? Uh, it was a 9-volt. Yeah, that one does as well. This one has a 9-volt as well. Yep. And mine never had a case. Uh, you, you, uh, Yours has a, a little black case with it. And you can listen to it right through the case. Yep. And it's really cool. Did, did it have an earphone jack? I suppose not yep. back It did. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I think that was one of those. Like, I used that profusely. <laughs> I think it was one of those little white plug-ins. Yeah, yep. little earbud type things. But uh, it always sounded better when I put it under my pillow at night, because you could put your ear right up to the actual speaker. These little speakers are what three inches or something like that. Right. And uh, uh, it would work perfectly under my pillow. It would come through the pillow, and I could hear it. And I would listen to the big powerhouses at night. The uh, 1520, KOMA, and it was Top 40 radio. They played rock and roll back in those days. Neil Sedaka, Del Shannon. Uh, you had, uh, of course, the Stones. You had the Beatles. KOMA was one of the few stations that used to have <coughs> exclusive KOMA songs from the Beatles. And um, I don't know how they got it, or maybe it was a pre-release or something like that. Eventually, you could buy the record, but I remember the two that I remember hearing was um, um, uh, "She's a Woman" and uh, the uh, the flip side to that. Um, <laughs> I can't I keep pulling off the top of my head. It's in our playlist here. If you want to look under Beatles, uh, you know, and uh, I don't know if uh, so. There is a uh, a country song from the nineties. That would kind of summarize your childhood. You know which song I'm referring to? A country song? Uh huh. Dude, I was rock and roll. <laughs> well, in you the sixties, that, that radio I believe I bought in either '64 or '65. Um, I would have been, uh, I would have been thirteen, twelve or thirteen then, and. Um, I actually started listening to radio when I was like nine, and uh, my mom and dad had a uh, kitchen radio, and uh, they used to have it when they lived in Dickinson, and of course they could pick up the local station real well there. Well, they had to get a portable radio with a little better soup uh, when we lived on a beach because uh, the station they listened to were a little farther away, and so they bought a Sony. (laughs) 
and guess who got the red oh, General Electric radio? It went in our bedroom, and actually my brother pretty much had it, and he's the one that turned me on to KOMA because at night he would turn the radio on when we were studying and uh, turn it up, and we heard Roy Arbison, old pretty woman, and uh, in Halloween we heard Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers with the Monster Mash, and KOMA played all of those songs. And over and over. <laughs> and uh, it was no problem. And then on a lucky night, uh, if he turned the radio about 90 degrees or so, we could pick up WLS out of Chicago, 89. And they were top 40 rock and roll as well. What's interesting is there was a big difference in the format between those two stations. Um, they both played rock and roll. They both played, you know, top hits. But it was kind of a different mix on WLS, and I remember songs like uh, uh, Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart, I Wonder What She's Doing Tonight, and then The Searchers, and then Love Potion Number 9. Those are songs I remember from WLS, whereas uh, KOMA, you had the Neil Sedakas, the Del Shannons, and uh, Roy Orbison, of course. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, anyway, a, a quick little a little tidbit. A lot of people don't know this, but Del Shannon, actually, his last concert was actually here in Fargo at the Civic Center. And I was, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, not, to be, not to be a downer here, but uh, he performed here with uh, the Beatles. I, I'm not the Beatles, the Crickets. And uh, he performed here with the Crickets and Bobby V. And a week later, he actually committed suicide, which is, which is sad. His last show was at the Civic Center. And... Uh, Real quick here before our, our guest is on, and uh, you're going to hang with us. Uh, so we got uh, four wheels tonight. Uh, the song I'm talking about is called I Watched All on the Radio, and here's, the, here's how the song starts. I had a six transistor. When I was a kid, under my pillow, I kept it hid. When the lights went out and no one could see, over the airways the world came to me. Boy, isn't that true? And uh, I, uh, uh, <laughs> I know I can't sing, but and then, uh, then it goes. Yeah, into, don't quit your day job, there, Scott. What? <laughs> I, I have five. Which one should I quit? <laughs> Every single one. Every single one. And then, uh, then later on the song, it said, "When the ball game was over, the wrap up complete. I searched for the step." Through the static where I found a beat, the Beatles and Clemens, the Stones and the Birds. You should have seen all the groups that I heard. That's you, Ken. Pretty much. All right. So anyway. That, uh, in, in Beach, North Dakota, there was no radio. There was no station. The only ones we could pick up were AM stations, and the ones at night were the rock and rollers. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Our first guest is ready. We need to take a quick little commercial break, and we'll be back with our first guest. Give us a little bit right after this. As you know, 89.1 Ken's FM is funded through donations by our listeners and sponsorships from area businesses. If your business would like to sponsor Ken's FM and reach thousands of young adults and college students every day, contact us at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. Any one of us can help you get your sponsorship started. We have many packages available to fit your budget. So contact us today at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. And thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. And uh, now, Ken, uh, did you ever think that uh, you would hear your voice on uh, on the air someday now that you own your own station? is that Was that your motivation back then? There was a motivation, yes. Uh, right. it, and it stemmed from all of these 
rock and roll stations that I used to hear, uh, the two big ones, of course, um, when I listened to them, they had DJs. It wasn't a computer. There weren't computers back then. They were actual DJs, and they actually played records. And, there, yes, there was a night uh, when I was listening to KOMA, and um, uh, the, the DJ was outroing the record and uh, starting the next one. And he said his piece, he started the next record, and then in the background I heard this, <laughs> he had killed the old record on the air. Wow. In other words, he had stopped the turntable before he had turned the volume off. And I, you know, of course, when you're you know, a 12-year-old kid, you have no idea what the heck that was, but it sounded really neat. Right. But the biggest thing that I remember is the enthusiasm that I got from these DJs, they were having fun. They were having the time of their life. They were telling jokes. They were talking about funny things, and they were playing rock and roll. And there's nothing equal to that these days. Nothing. Right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our first guest of the night coming to you live on 89.1 Ken's FM. She is the one and only. She is the most beautiful gal, the most beautiful actress. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Pamela Such. Hey. This is Pamela Such, and you're listening to Attitude Era Monday, live Mondays. On 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, Granny Holster, and the modern nightmare, Matthias. How are you, Pamela? Good to have you. And uh, we have we also have the owner of the station. Uh, we're trying to uh, get a contract renewed for the uh, <laughs> for, for the next year, so uh, that's why we have you on. Because uh, did, did you catch the uh, did you catch the pun there when I said she's such a beautiful actress? Did you catch that? Yeah, that's just hilarious. <laughs> Well, at least you didn't hang up on me. But anyway, so here's what we're going to do, Pamela. If you want to give us a quick little background about yourself, and then we'll, uh, I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll do a roundtable, then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tougher questions. So go ahead. All right. Well, um, I grew up in Pennsylvania. Then when I was in high school, I kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then when it came time where it was, where you had to actually pick a career. <laughs> I knew I didn't want to do like a nine to five type thing. So I, I was into the arts all the time. I loved to sing, dance, act. I moved to New York. I just started freelancing all these different areas and I kind of just followed the path and made things work somehow. That's awesome. That's now, uh, we're. We're going to go over uh, some of the movies uh, that you've been into. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit. But uh, now you uh, you're obviously you're obviously a horror film star. Uh, would that be a correct category for you? I would say so. I I think that I'm more of an indie indie actress, but I do fall into a lot of the horror genre. So, yep. And uh, we do get a lot of our information from imdb.com. So if uh, any of the information we asked you or talk about is wrong, you have to blame them, not us, because uh, that's where we get our research from. 
But uh, you know, you've been uh, you've been involved in a lot of uh, interesting uh, movies. A uh, few, uh, few that I've seen, like um, well, Psycho Sisters, I really enjoyed. Um, I liked the hypnotic. That's so old. It's so strange, and whatever it is, it, it grows on you after the years pass by. <laughs> And, uh, you know, of course, we got Psycho Sisters and uh, probably the one that people would know, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Uh, and uh, you, have, uh, you have three movies. Actually, you have one movie completed. You have one movie announced, and you have uh, one filming, one in post-production, one in pre-production. I don't think anything like that has happened, completed, post-production, filming, pre-production, and announced since... Um, Belushi did it uh, back in the 70s when he had the number one TV show, the number one movie, and the number one song on the charts all at once. So uh, you're in that category, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, right now, completed uh, Sold Us to the Sanctuary, uh, post-production right now, Silent Night, Bloody Night 3, uh, filming The Blue Hole, uh, pre-production yeah, there are from the some Mind errors Co- on here. <laughs> there are some okay. errors that you're looking at. But I will... I will say that I just finished shooting Silent Night, Bloody Night 3, and I'm excited about that because Lloyd Kaufman stars in it. So, from Troma, if you don't know. Troma, Lloyd Kaufman, the Toxic (coughs) Avenger guy. So he's in that movie, and that's directed by Will Colasso and Julian Prescott. Tina Krause is also in it. Um, so we just finished production on that just about two weeks ago, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Because that comes from the uh, 70s, the original 70s one that was pretty well known, so it's now it's like part three of it. And uh, Julianne Prescott is also in that movie as well. She's going to be a guest with yep, us in, uh, in December. It. Oh, yeah, and she's directed yeah. it. She co-directed it. Right, and... I would do anything for you have us uh, hook us up with Lloyd Kaufman because I know you guys all know the Toxic Avenger. You guys have all heard of that, right? That's where you yeah. guys would respond to that. Yeah. Probably yeah. everybody's <laughs> heard of that. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. Let's do a little roundtable. First off, we'll start with uh, Matthias. Uh, what do you have for our guest, Pamela Such? We are on 89.1 Kent FM, and we have, um, well, I'll get the countdown a little bit, but uh, go ahead, Matthias. What do you got? <laughs> Well, uh, first off, I want to welcome you onto the show. It's always a pleasure having a fellow uh, horror movie, well, movie fan and actress in general on the show, but it's always nice when they uh, particulate in the horror uh, genre, and uh, I'm a big horror movie fan myself. And uh, from what I heard Icon said, uh, you were involved in Friday the 13th, the final chapter, uh, one of my favorite uh, horror movie series of all time. Um but uh, what was one of your uh, favorite projects you've ever got to be a part, and uh, why? Like, was, was it because of the challenge? Was it because of the people you got to work with or the role? And you can't say the show because that would be too easy. Well, there's so many different indie ones, indie horror ones that I've done throughout my past, but I also have my own business, my own production business, and it's Siren Tales. So it's sirentales.com, S-I-R-E-N-T-A-L-E-S.com. And there's a bunch of indie movies that I produced and directed, and you can actually find them there. And the biggest project that I made with my indie business is Tracked, and it's T-R-A-K-K-E-D. 
that is actually streaming on a lot of platforms, including Tubi. It's been out for a couple of years, but it's still kind of catching on, you know, because it's kind of one of those indie ones. Um, yeah. And that's from my business, and it's about a woman who inserts a camera in the head of her cheating boyfriend's head and watches his every move on her computer. So you might want to check that out because you can find that just about, if you just search for it on Tubi, definitely you'll find it. And then other than that, yeah, yeah, and it's a pretty big production. Um, we put a lot of work into that. Other than that, I also have Soul Traveler on, on SirenTales.com. You can actually purchase the download there. It's a series. Well, she has a lightsaber. And, she um, has a lightsaber coming out of her hand. Oh, excuse right? me. Well, in Soul Traveler, you have like a lightsaber that comes out of your hand or something. Oh, right? oh, um, that is like, well, souls will travel out of the body and go into another body, and they and it's because of a curse. They only have six weeks to stay in a body, and if they don't leave that body and go to a new one, then they're going to go to hell. But it's so once wow. they jump from the new body, they have to actually kill the person to get into their body. And then they start feeling guilty about the whole scenario. So it's like a curse, and, and it's on the part one and part part one and two is finished, and you can download it. And I'm going to go into production for part three very soon. So that is very uh, recent. And uh, and I'll, uh, before we uh, before we sign off with you, I'm going to try and get a job with you in that in that uh, part three. Uh, Pam was such a guest here on 89.1 Kids FM. we got about uh, 20 minutes. Granny, uh, I, I know that you're a big fan of some of her movies. Uh, what uh, question do you have for Pamela such our guest here? Well, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you on. And um, besides doing, you know, your horror movies, is there any other kind of movies that you've enjoyed doing or would possibly like to do in the future? I would love to do a lot of different movies. I like character-driven acting. So um, the last project that I did, I played a psycho, <laughs> a psycho patient in a psycho ward. That was Silent Night, Bloody Night. I love that. I love just playing weird characters and getting into the weird, you know, just the weird acting part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of the movies that I do end up in are horror not all of them and some of the ones that i make on my on siren tales aren't horror so they're different ones okay um, but yeah uh, uh we have uh, we have time with such a guest here on 89.1 kids fm with about 19 uh, uh minutes left uh, I want uh, Pam. I want to introduce you to uh, our the owner of our station. His name is Ken, and uh, uh, Ken, I, I I don't know if you have any of uh, her movies up in your VHS collection because I've I've, ta- I've replaced most of your VHS with DVDs and Blu-rays. But you've uh, done really well with that, and I'm really uh, appreciative of uh, uh, your uh, your your uh, work in upgrading my library. It's uh, it, actually what I did was. Uh, I traded, I think, uh, a whole bunch of VHS tapes that I had recorded uh, for some of the DVDs that you uh, 
that you updated me on. WKRP in Cincinnati is what Yep. And uh, uh, have you watched very many of those? I have watched every one, and they are so badly edited. Okay. It's terrible. That was through entertainment television. Right. I actually just taped that off of cable. And uh, because, of course, being a radio guy, a radio geek, uh, WKRP fit right into my category there. So what do you have for Pamela? Well, Pamela, thank you for coming on board with us, and it's great to, great to have you here. I've been listening to you describe your different characters that you've played, and you seem to be able to really create a visual image in my brain of some of the scariest things. Uh, this guy with a camera in his head, holy cow, <laughs> that visual just blew me away completely. And yeah, I think he that was would be... drunk the one night. He was drunk, he got drunk, and he passed out, and that's when the character went and cut open his head and put this tiny little micro camera chip in there and yep. patched it up. <laughs> Man, I can't imagine living with somebody like that, that uh, knowing that there's somebody else watching your life the whole time. And uh, yeah. I think uh, uh, I'm going to end up doing what Scott does. I am going to end up going up on... Uh, uh, on the internet and trying to find that uh, that movie to watch it because I have not seen it. But it sounds killer. Okay. Track. Well, I don't know who I don't know who Scott is that you're talking about. Oh. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Scott is the guy that does the commercials for our uh, our show. Uh, the icon is the host here, so just so we're just so. Saying. And uh, now there's a question here, and I know who's uh, can. You got to clear this up. There's a there's a question here in the chat room. Uh, they're saying, does the icon always bribe the boss? All the time, all the time. Well, you well, well oh, <laughs> thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Well, well that didn't take long to answer that. No, not at all. all I right. mean, all you got to do is know the icon. I've known him since he was a producer on one of the local morning shows. And then he was also like a danger boy or something like that. Uh, yeah, my name was uh, oh, Sanchez, as a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah, Sanchez. I remember that. How long ago was that? Uh, that would have been in uh, 99, 2000, 2001, and 2002. Um, and uh, That was 20 years ago, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, and real quick here, Pamela, uh, uh, when I was a stunt guy for the radio station, here's what I had to do to get a job. They took, me, they took me all the way out to Saving, Minnesota, which is 25 miles from the station. They took all my clothes. They gave me two paper bags. I had to hitchhike back to the station by the time the show was over to get a job. Yeah. That's tough. That's paying your dues. Do, you do you think you could make a movie out of that? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I think you could make a movie out of anything these days. <laughs> Uh, Pamela Such is our guest here. we got uh, 15 minutes here on 89.1 Ken's FM, live every Monday night. And uh, for those of you who uh, are regular listeners of the show, that if you go to our, our Facebook page, Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday, like that. Go to 89.1 Ken's FM page, like that, and do a $10 a month to power the towel. We'll get you automatically qualified to win an autograph from a past guest, current guest, or future guest. Uh, Pam, would you be willing to send us a, uh, some autographs for giveaways? Oh, um, it's it's in demand. <laughs> well, it, well, of course yeah. it is. That's why. That's why I asked. 
details. Okay. Have to. We'll, we'll talk about that. Okay, perfect. All right. Uh, so, anyway, I want to talk to you about uh, one of the uh, movies that, uh, and uh, like I say, this is from IMDb, so correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it looks like there's a movie that was just announced. It's called Shoot 'em, Hang 'em, and Burn 'em. Uh, yeah, I would not. Uh, that They've been trying to get that off the ground, and it didn't really happen. So, okay, so it's, that's, not, that's not happening then. I don't think it is. It's still there. It's announced, but don't think it's happening. Sorry. And uh, uh, there's another one. Uh, From the mind comes the darkness. Uh, that kind of sounds like uh, that kind of sounds like my life story right now. Uh, is that currently happening? You play Trudy, I guess. It might happen, but it is it is slated for 2023. It's a good script. Um, it's, yeah, it might happen, so it's still just pending there. Okay, and, and then I think the blue the rest, hole? The rest did happen. Uh, the Evil blue Under hole? the Skin was good. That wasn't so long ago. We did that in Oregon. I love that one. That was a nice one. Yeah, that was nice. And uh, a couple other ones I was going to ask you about. Uh, Paranormal Extremes, text messages from the... Uh, from the dead, um, mm-hmm. you, you, you've had a lot of interesting, uh, a lot of interesting uh, films where, like, uh, you're either putting a camera into a guy's head or you're texting from beyond the great unknown. Uh, and then uh, I was going to ask you about uh, uh, Soul Traveler, uh, the TV series. Uh, what was it like? What what is better in your opinion, uh, doing a weekly TV series or one big uh, big screen movie? Uh, I think the series works out for me because it's shorter because I'm making that one. But if it happens to be something I'm just acting in then it's just acting. As soon as I'm the producer, director, cinematographer, and as soon as I have to handle all the back, you know, back-end stuff, it's a completely different thing. I, then I choose a shorter to do a series. But um, I love, you know, feature films. Those are actually, I love to act in feature films. I'd rather be in those. Now, we, we won't uh, spend uh, too much time on this uh, because it was kind of a depressing thing, and I think we, we have finally turned the corner on it. But, uh, you know, we had in 2020, you know, we had COVID. Uh, how did that affect uh, your career and what you were doing? Well, I think everyone just stayed home and ended up hopefully getting that, that getting help from from the government didn't we all get we all a lot of us got help from the government if we were able to prove our lost earnings and then we just stayed home i i actually did okay with it i it didn't affect me that much i i always have things to do anyway so just go to the next thing and have some downtime if you're creative you never run out of time you're a creative person there's always something new to create now you mentioned uh you mentioned uh Silent Night Bloody Night 3 uh is obviously the third part in the series. Now were you in the first two or were you just No. In the first? 
Oh, the first one, it was made in the 70s. I think if you look <laughs> that up, you'll find it on YouTube. It's probably like a classic horror type. And it Oh, and it was originally a trauma movie. So, no, I wasn't in that or the second one. I just, I'm in the third. I don't think they um, actually continue, continue, like a story story, like a theory. But they're probably based on the same thing. Now, with uh, with that with that being said, uh, the original one uh, looks like starred Patrick O'Neill. Now, uh, because you're in part three and it's going to be a, a a blockbuster movie, uh, is there plans for part four? Probably, if part three goes over well, then maybe they'll decide to go in production for part four. I think that's how now, it would work. Think- and you would love to be part of that, correct? If my character didn't die, but did she die? Maybe she did. I don't know. I'm not going to give that away. All right. <laughs> or I can be a new character. So when is uh, when when is uh, when is that due to be released then? Probably. I don't have the exact release. Wait, let me see if it's on here. I'm actually not sure. I don't know if they have it. It probably depends on on the distributing com- you know, company that they're going to go through. All right. And uh, you do, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you do play the you do play the main character in that movie, correct? I have a principal part. I'm not the main, main character. I don't know if there's really a main character because there are a lot of characters. Awesome. So, but I, I uh, like my part a lot. Uh, we have Pamela Such as our guest here, and uh, we have uh, eight minutes left here on 89.1 Gens FM. So now, uh, how many? Uh, what does uh, the rest of 2022 and 2023 look uh, for you? Uh, uh, do you have any uh, other projects that you're going to be starting here before the end of 2022? Probably getting back to my own Siren Tales movies and um, just different production things that I sometimes help out with. I'm a, I'm a cinematographer. I'm also a photographer. So th- that type of work that I do all the time, I'm right out in New York City here. So it's easy for me to keep busy. Um, and that's it whenever oh and I also do a if you know after hour cinema they Mm -hmm. simulcast they simulcast a show called after hour cinema they're based in Mississippi and I also do um, they they review and play a lot of old classic horror movies from the 70s and 80s and I have a segment on there, myself and, and a partner, Monica Hayes, her name is, and we do a segment called Lessons Learned. So we've done a lot of them. We have probably did about maybe 10, 15, 20, I don't know. And um, we actually critique the movie that we're watching, and we give our lesson that we learned from watching the movie. It's kind of funny. Like, we make fun of it, and we, you know, it's, it's funny. So that's something else that I pretty regularly do. 
So kind of like what 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 is that show, guys? What is that mystery science theater, whatever it is? So, so something like that, or like uh, like an Elvira type deal. It's something so. like that, but we don't dress up like Elvira. We dress like like we try and look our best. Like we don't dress. We don't do the horror theme. We, we wear different outfits. But it is something visual, like that. Visual just originally uh, hit me. The Adams family. <laughs> uh, you guys look like the Adams family. Pamela's lunch is on eighty-nine point one Kens FM. We got about uh, five minutes, uh, so we can do this here, uh, Pam. If our fans want to check out, see, do you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok? What do you got? They all. Well, I have the Facebook. I have personal Instagram. I have Tracked on Facebook and Siren Tales on Facebook. I have Instagram and Twitter. <clears throat> and that's it. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> no more. Uh, and and g- give us the website for Tracks again. Um, well, you can find information on Tracked on SirenTales.com. S-I-R-E-N-T-A-L-E-S dot com. You can actually download it and buy it there, but if you want to stream it through one of the bigger places like Tubi or any of the the other ones, you can find it there as well for that movie. Now, is there uh, is there any uh, project on there that uh, that you're like you'd want fans to like gravitate towards or or check out first when they're on this site? Um, there are a lot of like. Look at, let me look at my website right now. Just Soul Traveler. That's the one that I think is a good project for me. Besides Tracks, and then there's other movies on there from like some of them are very old, and some of them and they're they're different. They're not horror movies. Some of them are like body swap kind of movies because. I have a lot of, there's a lot of followers that like that type of stuff. Um, and then there's a couple comedies, there's older movies. So, you know, there's a variety. And, uh, uh, we have, we have a, just, uh, we just have a few minutes here to, uh, uh, before, uh, uh, before our next guest calls in. But, uh, one thing I was going to ask you, if someone wanted to, uh, you know, say, uh, come work for you on one of your productions. Do you, uh, you hold auditions? Uh, or if they say they'll come and carry your bags and get your coffee in the morning and stuff like that, uh, what would they have to do to work for you? I, I guess I would have to think about that. I mean, I don't know. I'm like outside of New York, so I kind of have have limited resources sometimes with what I'm working with. Um, I don't know. I I didn't do one of those. those. I think he's trying to hit you up for a job. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Well, at least someone picked up on that. That's funny. I can I know how you are. I haven't been working for you all, working with you all this time not to know how you think sometimes. Well, I'll tell you what, Pamela, <laughs> let me put this out. I'll come and work for free. How about that? 
All right, let me see what he I said. Can he would even work for hot dogs, dogs too. So you know, yeah, you I, can I, make I sure would. Let me see what I can pull together. Okay. As long as well, you provide no, the bun. <laughs> well, no, I was saying if you're going to New York, you can't go for a hot dog. You have to go for a Reuben, especially from a oh, specific yeah. a specific deli. I was right across from the hotel. I was when I went to college, and I went to a. Uh, editor's convention there, right across the street was the 810 Deli, and you got to have a Reuben from there. It was just magnificent, and then followed up by a slice of cheesecake from the factory right next to it. So, well, and you got to follow and that the size, up with a heart attack. You, you can't forget those big slices of pizza that they sell up in New York too. You know. Well, yeah, you, know, you really can't. But I mean, come on, you gotta have it. the Reuben is like I. I think I went there oh, I every know. day. I love Reuben's. I love Reuben's. One yeah, of my favorite one of the best I've ever had. Everything for it. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you what, Pamela. I, I know. I'm pretty sure that uh, if I if I call you, I'm sure that you'll never answer the phone when you see my number again. Just like my relatives, you'll probably <laughs> answer this. I'll understand that. Uh, but I, I do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule tonight. I, but most importantly, I do appreciate uh, you being a friend of mine, and uh, it's been wonderful. And I do appreciate you being on with us tonight, and I, 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 do, uh, I do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, too. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Thanks, Pamela. All right. Thanks, Pamela. All right. Okay. Pamela, especially, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. All right. It uh, looks like our next guest is waiting wings. We're going to take a quick little time out, and we will be back after we hear these messages from one of our big sponsors. The new Woodspring Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange, is an extended-stay pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size fridge, and microwave plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Woodspring Suites of Fargo, rated 4.2 by Trust Score. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our second guest of the night. She is the reason why the ring clears out every time she steps into it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hit the mark right now. Her name is Misty Marks. Hi, guys. This is Misty Marks, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Monday Night Live on 89.1 KFM with your host, the icon, the big swing granny holster, who is my favorite, and the modern nightmare, Matthias. Oh, well, Granny, you, you heard that she's your favorite, so... Uh, well, well, I don't know if I'm going to like this yet, now. That's terrible. Well, well, we'll, we'll, <laughs> well, we'll, 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 get, we'll get to that. Uh, anyway, so hey, we have uh, Miss Marks, our guest. Yeah, we're, we have Missy Marks, our guest, here on 89.1 Kent FM. we got about 28 minutes. Uh, so here's what I'm going to do, Missy. I'm going to ask you a few questions. We'll do a roundtable, uh-huh. then we'll come back to me and ask you the tougher questions. But first off, before we do that, you want to give us a little background about yourself. We would uh, then we can have fun with the interview. Go ahead. Well, I'm Misty Marks. Uh, ironically, I debuted as a professional wrestler a year ago today. Um, I am 31, and I live out of San Antonio, Texas. And I am being currently being trained by one of the best female champions of all time, Jazz. Phenom, and I'm just happy to be on. 
Thanks for having me. Now, would you be able to hook us up with Jazz? Hey, I can talk to her, man. That's all I can do. I can't make no promises. All right. Now, uh, a little background. Uh, of course, you know, Missy, we uh, we uh, you were supposed to be on with us uh, back uh, in November of 2021, but uh, uh, we had a uh, we had a little snafu or something, and uh, you had a big match that night, so you're unable to join us. Uh, but we got you rescheduled a year, uh, well, well, not quite a year later, but uh, several months later. We do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us. But the first thing I want to ask is uh, your uh, wrestling style. Are you more of a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio? Are you a technical wrestler like uh, Bret Hart? Or are you a brawler like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? I am a brawler, baby. I'm Stone Cold all the way. And uh, the 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 thing about uh, uh, the thing about uh, uh, Misty being a brawler is when you call her at three in the morning, uh, she doesn't like that. And uh, I, I promise, Misty, I'll stop doing that. Uh, but anyway, uh, basically, I, I know you don't want to hurt me because we have you on the air. So that's uh, we'll start, we'll start with that. Uh, so with, uh, with that being said, being a brawler, uh, you, uh, you have a, a pretty impressive, uh, win-loss record, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I wouldn't call it impressive, <laughs> but, um, uh, for a beginner in the game, I think it's okay. And, uh, what, uh, would you say, uh, has been, uh, your most, uh, uh, yeah, your most uh, favorite accomplishment in your career to this point? Um, I guess it would be when I had to uh, wrestle for the um, the Genesis title for um, Vixen, rather like uh, Vixen's Wrestling Revolution. Um, having a being a triple threat and get that opportunity to just fight for a title was a great <laughs> opportunity. That just lets me know what the path that I'm on. I'm getting there. Because uh, somebody wants to give me a title shot, so that's that's great for me. That's awesome. And are, would you consider yourself to be more of a uh, uh, babyface, a heel, an in betweeny, or are you more what the crowd thinks you are? Um, I think I'm more of a heel, a little bit. I know whenever I hit the curtain, you know, I'm a little bit of both, a heel and whatever the crowd makes me. But most of the time, they make me a heel. Until they see who I'm going up against, they're like, "Oh no, she can't be a heel. She's a babe today." So it's like well, one of those things. Let's try to get uh, before we go to Matthias. Hey, Granny, we have a heel. What do you have for our guest, Misty Marks? We're on eighty-nine point one Kens FM. We got twenty-four minutes. Go ahead, Granny. Well, you know, Icon, I've actually had the opportunity to see this young lady wrestle in person on several different occasions. And I actually yes. Yes, you, got you remember to see Granny? her. I got to see her when we went to Texas at WrestleCon that mm-hmm. day when we went to WrestleMania. So, you know, Misty has been at Ozark Mountain Wrestling on a couple of different occasions. So I've actually got to see her wrestle in person. And she is, and, you know, but the times that I got to see her wrestle, she really wasn't the heel wrestler. She was more the baby face. So when yeah. I got to see her wrestle. So, so you so know, Misty, but you, I you, mean. Misty, do you remember Granny swinging a crutch at you? No, she didn't I wouldn't do that. I, was, I, was I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do Granny that to her. Me. She was being, 
she was being the baby face that night. I've actually, now I have not got to see her wrestle as a heel, but the times I have gotten to see her wrestle, she was the baby face. So, yes, and and she she is in Granny's corner all the time. So, you know, and I would be in her corner. And I would be in her corner too, so you know. Granny, I didn't mean to slight your question. Go ahead. What was your question? No, 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 no. That's okay. I mean, I just, you know, like I said, I just wanted you to know. I actually know her personally, so you know, she's a she's a very good friend of Granny's. So, I guess, Missy, my question to you is, um, what has been one of your most difficult matches you've had in your career since you've been wrestling? Most difficult one? Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it difficult. Besides being on this was, show. <laughs> I wouldn't call it difficult, but it was definitely definitely a, a challenge because I've never been in this type of match, and it was a, um, a no disqualification match. And um, that was kind of like, what? Like I get to hit people with stuff? Like, no, I don't want to get hit. But I would say that was the most difficult one. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, we have uh, Missy Marks, I guess. Now, uh, Missy, I want to introduce you to uh, the Modern Nightmare Matthias. Now, he was telling me uh, that he uh, he checked out your profile uh, before we started, and he was uh, telling me that he could uh, take you in the ring. So, uh, Matthias, oh. what do you have for our guest, Missy Marks? Yes, Icon, you are talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, the current EWI Diamond and APW World's Heavyweight Champion, Matthias here. Uh, Welcome you on to the show. Um, I guess since Icon has already kind of made that challenge or tried to set me up uh, one-on-one versus you, I guess, uh, Granny, before I get to my question from her, you did mention last week that you did have a little some something coming down to uh, Moorhead, Minnesota, where I'm going to be currently wrestling September 17th. Is uh, is this the uh, lucky victim for the ring that uh, I'm going to have to embarrass and embarrass you with? Uh, for this I didn't men- I didn't mention names, Matthias, and I think the person that I had mentioned about uh, was referring to um, take on Sylvester J. Fox. Not so much you, Matthias, but, you know. Well. But I, I, you know what, I I think Misty, Misty's pretty tough. You don't want to mess with this woman. I tell you, she's a little stick of dynamite. She's, she's a, she can bring the heat when she has to. When she has to, she can bring the heat. Okay, well then, Ozark Mountain Wrestling, you know, you, you, you had to ask me when I'm coming down to Ozark Mountain, and apparently she's had a little experience down there. Why don't we make the match? Why don't we make the match right here, right now, for Ozark Mountain Wrestling next time it comes around? Well, you know, we can probably get in touch with uh, Mr. Ivan Warsaw on that between Misty and myself, and who knows? We might be able to make that happen. I don't know. I'd love to see the offer. I'd love to see you guys try. But I guess my main question for you is you said uh, you, I don't know, I think you mentioned you are currently uh, training. What has been one of your most uh, 
Has there ever been uh, part of the, the wrestling business that you find difficult to learn, whether it's been training, or has it all been kind of like a smooth ride for you? Um, I guess the more difficult thing to learn is to how to, like, when to speak and when not to speak, because there are certain situations where you shouldn't say anything, and then there are others where you have to speak up for yourself and, you know, build that confidence. Um, but most of the part, I think um, it's been kind of smooth, of course, always learning new things in the ring can be difficult, especially with me learning things so quickly and I can catch on very easily. Not getting it the first time, I'm very hard on myself when I do that because I'm, I'm a fast learner. So that is the other difficult thing for me. Makes sense. Okay. And then uh, what is probably one of your favorite promotions you've ever been able to work for, you would say? Well, I have two favorites, so I would say two. So Dog Pound Championship Wrestling, where I currently train, is one of my top favorites. I get to wrestle some of my friends most of the time, and then the match is just so fun because we actually train together. And then my second one is uh, Vixen's uh, Wrestling Revolution. Um, I get to wrestle different women every time I go there, and that makes me better in the ring every single time. Okay, cool. Interesting. Uh, we have uh, Misty Marks as our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we have about 19 minutes. Now, one thing, I um, uh, and you'll probably hang up when I say this, but, you know, uh, I'm looking at uh, your, uh, you know, your uh, profile on Facebook, and uh, I must say that uh, you look great in a purple swimsuit. I want to say that. And uh, also, uh, the way I understand it, you were supposed to have an event on July 13th uh, against MJ Santana, but uh, because she found out that she was going to face you, uh, she chickened out and they had to cancel the event. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Any other questions? How can I help you? Okay. Ooh. <laughs> and, uh, wow. <laughs> uh, well, hey, now, Missy, remember, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Remember that. I, I'm a oh, fan. Wow. I don't know. Uh, you don't sound like a fan right now. Not to me. You sound a little hostile, and I don't like it. Ooh. I told well, you, hey, I not... told you, gentlemen, she's a little sick of dynamite. Don't mess with this woman. Well, hey, look, I'm not the one that said I could take you in the ring. I, I would be the one that would be in your corner walking you down the aisle, carrying your bags and bringing you your coffee. So I, that would be me. Well, so it looks like I've got to take on two of my co-hosts and another person in the ring. Okay, you know, fair enough. I am the current EWI Diamond Champion, and what that means is every time I get in the ring, it is no holds barred, and I have taken on thumbtacks, barbed wire, glass, tables, ladders, all that beautiful stuff, and I've still gone back up. So if i got to take three-on-one in the ring where weapons are allowed, let's go. Well, Missy's... Well, uh, you've never been mystified so take that into account. You've never been mystified until you see me. So take all that barbed wire. I'm three times as better than that because you have not been mystified. I like you it. Do, I like well, Missy, uh, speaking of, he said no holes barred. What is your finishing maneuver? What is it called, and uh, what goes into it uh, after uh, you put it on somebody or hit it on somebody? <clears throat> well, my finisher is called Check Her, but now I'm just going to have to call Check It because he coming for me. So I'm just going to have to change it to Check It so I can check everybody, not just women. Number two, um, once I hit the checker, it leaves them in the daze and have them mystified because the one, two, three is coming right after that. You know, and the other thing I like about uh, Misty Marks is uh, I like how you spell your first name with uh, two I's. 
Uh, where, where did that, is that because you have your eye on the competition all the time, or what uh, came into uh, the spelling of Misty that way? Well, it came about um, because I transitioned from a referee to wrestler, and the two eyes also mean I'm twice as good, I'm twice as better than you, check yourself, basically. That's awesome. Uh, Misty Marks, our guest here on uh, 89.1 Kansas FM. we got about uh, 15 minutes here with uh, Misty. So uh, tell us, uh, Missy, what is uh, your uh, what is uh, upcoming for the remainder of 2022? How many events that you got scheduled? And uh, if our fans wanted to come out and see you from all over, where where were you going to be? And uh, let us know. Well, I have a few coming up. Um, I know this Saturday I'll be at Gilda Honda in San Antonio uh, for the Back to School Bash. So if anyone is in San Antonio area, please come out. Get your children some backpacks. Um, you can also see some wrestling matches. Misty Marks will be in action. Um, also, if you're in Canton, Texas, uh, I will be – I'm double booked that day. So in the morning, you can see me in San Antonio. At night, you can see me um, in Canton, Texas. I will be wrestling as well. Uh, the next weekend, I will be in Castroville, Texas, Fallout, summer fallout, I will be going against Vicky V. She has been a pain in my butt for the last two months, so I can finally get my revenge on her. Um, on the 20th, I will be in Kyle, Texas. I just have a lot going on. So please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to figure out all my next matches. I am booked the rest of the month, so every Saturday you will have an opportunity to see me somewhere in Texas. So my next question is, you know, you mentioned that uh, you're wrestling in the morning and then at night. So basically back in back in the day, they used to call that a double shot. So uh, yeah. how uh, what is the distance between venues that you have to you have to go through, like whether it be miles or time? Uh, what is the distance between venues that you have to travel? Well, this weekend it's four hour difference. So I think my the first match is at ten a.m. And then back though, I have to wrestle for seven. That's so far, awesome. we're fine. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, uh, Ken, uh, he's the owner of our station, and uh, he uh, he's uh, uh, he's guest hosting tonight because uh, technically today uh, this is our 52nd week on the air. Uh, so, uh, Ken, I know I know you're a big wrestling guy. Uh, wh- what do you have for our guest, Misty Marks? We have uh, well, we have about 15 minutes. Go ahead. Well, thanks uh, for joining us, Misty. It's a great pleasure to have you aboard. Um, Icon kind of missed the boat. I don't follow wrestling a lot. Um, I have a number of friends that do. Well, thanks and, for keeping the kayfabe, Ken. Yeah, and uh, I I know <laughs> I have a friend. I have a number of friends that do, and uh, they talk about it from time to time. And um, I was always kind of curious, um, when you got into this, uh, what was your impression of wrestling? In other words, what attracted you? What what was it about the profession that gave you something to sink your teeth into? You know, um, what... uh, Besides your opponent. <laughs> well, plus she knew she was going to be on the show eventually. That's why. Maybe that's it. <laughs> um, well, I think I've told this story a thousand times. Um, my mom, actually, uh, I know when I was a kid, she would always watch wrestling. And she would scare me every time somebody would take a slam. She would say, bam, really loud and scare the crap out of me. So at first, I didn't like wrestling because my mom would scare me. And then as time went on, 
my mom kind of veered away from wrestling. I was like, Mama, we gonna miss wrestling. And <laughs> if we're out somewhere, I'm like, Mama, it's seven. We gotta get home. We gotta get home right now. I gotta watch wrestling. So as I got older, it just stayed with me. It just stayed with me. Just the passion they show and the things that they put their body through was very interesting to me. And then I turned 25, took myself to a um, seminar, Booker T seminar, took my first body slam, and I have not looked back. I thought That's that was awesome. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it seems to be that, uh, you know, they talk about impressionable years, uh, your early years, and uh, you're like a sponge. You soak up everything. And, of course, for me it was radio, but it can be for just about any profession, and I can understand that with wrestling too. Um, you know, if your mom was kind of uh, an instigator in connecting you with wrestling and then exposed you to it, well, you got bit by the bug. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, so, Missy, uh, so we can do this uh, so I don't forget, if our fans want to check you out, I know you mentioned before, do you have a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok? What do you got? I got Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, It's all the same. Missy Marks with two eyes because I'm twice as better than you. And just follow me for any updates you need on any matches I have going on this month, next month, and next year. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned that, uh, that you know, we kind of talked about uh, your match against MJ Santana when she found out she had to face you. They canceled uh, the event. Uh, is that match going to get rescheduled, do you know? I hope so. I'm not sure if it's going to be rescheduled. Maybe the next um, VWR event, she'll, you know, work up the nerves and come on through uh, and say she want to wrestle me. Uh, we, sh- we shall see. But I am not sure at this moment. So who did you mention that your next opponent is uh, on your next event coming up? It is Vicky D, the real and have you wrestled her uh, we have wrestled before. Uh, we just wrestled recently last week at a bar. We had a brawl through the crowd. Uh, ended up in a double DQ. So this time um, I get to face her again and finally get uh, my revenge on her because I'm just sick and tired of her putting her nose in my business. And I hope she's listening and all her fans are listening because she is going down on the 13 in Kenton. And uh, you, you, how many times have you faced this individual? So far, we've been wrestling for the last three months, so we've had four or five matches thus far. And uh, uh, now, I, I'll understand if you don't want to answer this, but I, I know that you got the, the upper hand in, in the win column, but what is the, um, what is, what is the win-loss record between you two? Win-loss record? Uh, I think it's, shoot, four to zero, all going my way. And uh, now, so once you beat her for the fifth time, does that mean that uh, she will uh, she will have to just retire and go away because she knows that she can't beat you? Hopefully she will. Um, but clearly the last four times I beat her, she hasn't learned her lessons because she gets involved in my current matches with others. So clearly she has a bone to pick with me. So once that bone is done picking, she can go away because I am tired of eating. I am full. And let me ask you this. If uh, this one, uh, if you guys remember back in the day, do you guys remember Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper? They used to call it the war that settled the score. 
So let me ask you this. <laughs> if uh, she doesn't go away after beating her five times, do you plan on uh, wanting to have, like, one more uh, loser leaves town match, which is obviously going to be her, but, uh, you know, like, finally have the big the big match to end it all and just say, hey, I'm going to, this is it, We're, I'm going to beat you and then go away? No, because I have nothing to prove to her. If I beat her, if I beat her again, what do I have to prove? Nothing. She needs to prove something to me. So when she get her win loss record up, like I have against her, maybe we can do something. All right. And then, uh, real quick here, uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you got a pretty busy schedule coming up uh, uh, in August. Here, uh, are you are you pretty much booked up solid till the end of the year? Not, no, not till the end of the year. I still have some available dates for October, so if you guys uh, need me to come out and work for you, you know, my email is misty.mark at yahoo.com. I am available for bookings in October and November. Well, let me ask you this. If, uh, if the icon can set it up here, would you be willing to, uh, come, to, to come to Fargo and wrestle for one of our promotions and uh, uh, let the icon walk you down to the ring, I guarantee you will not lose that match with the icon in your corner. Well, you won't I know lose you don't need any I help, but... <laughs> right, that's what I was about to say. I don't need any help. But, yeah, I'm open to that. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to get you hooked up with uh, uh, one of our, uh, a couple of our promoters. Uh, I consider them friends. I don't know how they consider me, Um uh, you know, like uh, my crew of uh, co-hosts here, uh, I I tell everybody they're my friends, and everybody's like, yeah, right. Uh, but anyway, we have uh, Misty Marks, our guest here. We got about uh, we got about uh, thirty seconds here left with Misty. Uh, real quick here, Misty, if uh, if uh, you could give one piece of advice to someone just starting out in their career, what advice would you give someone just starting out in the wrestling industry? The first day is always the hardest. Push through the pain and come back again for more. Stay focused, stay positive, and stay strong. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Misty, you have been awesome. I do appreciate you joining us. I'll understand if you never uh, take my phone calls again after this. Uh, and uh, Hey, Icon, uh, if Misty yeah. ever gets to come back to Ozark Mountain Wrestling, Granny will have the opportunity to walk her to the ring and maybe she can face against against Skylar Slice, who she faced against before when she was there before. So, and uh, yeah, and then I'll tell you what, Missy, uh, uh, I'd love to walk you down to the ring. Like I say, I know you won't need my help, uh, but uh, I guarantee you, uh, you know, your two eyes will be on uh, the crowd, and uh, my two eyes will be on you. And then, uh, like I say, after the uh, you know, after the match is over, I'll, I'll go get your bags, I'll go get your cappuccino or whatever, and uh, I'll uh, make sure that you're well taken care of when you're here. And I'll also uh, get you a uh, awesome room at uh, one of our big sponsors, Wood Spring Suites of Fargo. Ooh, sounds like a plan and a T-shirt. Okay. All right, Misty, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thanks, are awesome, Misty. and uh, we will have you on again. Absolutely. Thank you. And it's my wrestling anniversary. Yay. Yay. Happy anniversary, Misty. Thank you. And as a matter of fact, 
people don't know, that's why we, I had Misty on, because I knew that she started one year ago today. So, awesome. Thank you, Misty. We love you, and uh, Thanks, Misty. We'll, uh, we'll be in contact. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Granny, my favorite. Bye. Love you. All right. Uh, there you go. Uh, Bye. Uh, she, 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 she doesn't like you. All right. Hey, it looks like our next guest is waiting the wings. Uh, we're going to uh, take a listen from one of uh, my favorite commercials that's on the station here, and then we'll be back with our next guest. Give us about... Uh, 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 30, uh, give us about uh, 40 seconds. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZ FM, Holly, Fargo, Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo, Moorhead, and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. As you know, 89.1 Ken's FM is funded through donations by our listeners and sponsorships from area businesses. If your business would like to sponsor Ken's FM and reach thousands of young adults and college students every day, contact us at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. Any one of us can help you get your sponsorship started. We have many packages available to fit your budget. So contact us today at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. And thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. What station this is, it doesn't pick up our little... uh... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our third guest of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the reason why... We're on the air today. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm sure I'm going to miss, uh, pronounce her name. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Lindsay Sakasitz. Uh, hey, this is Lindsay Sakasitz, a.k.a. Lady Lindsay. You're listening to the Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, Granny Holster, and the modern nightmare, Mud. And uh, okay. Lizzie, since uh, since, since uh, I uh, I am a Norski and I, I I can't pronounce your name, is it okay if I just refer to you as Lindsay? Absolutely, no one really can. First tries, they butcher it every time. All right. Uh, so Lindsay's our guest here on eighty nine point one Ken's FM. We have uh, thirty five minutes with Lindsay, and then uh, we'll uh, wrap up the show uh, talking to our owner and hopefully renewing our contract. Uh, but first off, Lindsay, do you want to give us a little background about yourself, and then we can uh, have fun with the interview? Okay. Um, my nickname is Lady Lindsay. I currently live in Sacramento, California, and wrestle pretty much out of here. I'm 39 years old, kind of late in the game starter, been training off and on for about five years. I love it. I've been watching it since I was a kid, and... I had no idea there was such thing as indie wrestling. I thought you just basically got your call-up to WWE or now All Elite, just by a hat stance, I guess. I don't know. But I enjoy it, and even this week, I wouldn't be doing anything else. Oh, and I'm a carpenter by day, a bridge-building carpenter. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, Ken, when you decide to uh, build your studio, now we know who to hire. Uh, Lindsay's our guest here on 89.1 Kids FM. we got about, uh, we got about uh, 35 minutes. So, now, uh, when you uh, are wrestling, uh, are you uh, 
more of a uh, high flyer like Rey Mysterio, a technical wrestler like Bret Hart, or you're a baller like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? Baller all day. I'm a big girl. Hard hitter. Heavy hitter. All right, so we've had two ballers in a row. Now, are you more of a baby face, a heel, an in-between, or are you more of a crowd individual? I am a baby face. I love the fans. Like, these little girls, that is just my heart. Like, I remember being that little girl and just watching wrestling and just being in awe because I always wanted to be the high flyer like Lita, but I was built like a brick house like China. In fact, China in high school was what they called me. Yeah. And uh, she she was she was definitely a dream of mine too. Uh, Lindsay's our guest here. We're on eighty nine point one Kids FM. We got thirty three uh, minutes. So here's what we're gonna do here. We'll we'll start with Granny. Uh, Granny, we know that uh, you love the baby faces. So uh, what do you I have do. for our guest, Lindsay? Go ahead. Well, Lindsay, we're really glad to have you on our show tonight. It's a pleasure to have you here. And I can't right. I do like the baby faces. I do not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels when I have to. Mm. So, mm. But one of my questions to you is, if you had a chance to have any kind of dream match, what would it be and who would you want your opponent to be? Ooh. That's, that's really tough. Man, that's a loaded question. Um, I it is. Um, for me, like, would it be, like, old, older people or just in, in general? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever kind of dream match you would want to have, who would you want it to be, and what kind of match would you want? Um, I definitely, because Lita has always been, like, she was always just, PG here, bad, you know, tough. She, she was a tough cookie for her size, and... It would definitely have to be with her, just a regular good old match. Well, some match awesome. from cheating mode. None of that. I just want a basic 10, 15-minute match with her would be, like, my dream. That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay's our guest here on 89.1 Kens FM. We got, uh, well, we got about uh, 32 minutes here with uh, Lindsay. Now, uh, Lindsay, there's a uh, my co-host here, uh, Matthias. Um, he was uh, checking out your stats just like he did uh, the previous guest, and he was thinking that uh, he could probably take you in a match. So we're going to let him uh, talk to you about that. Uh, go ahead, uh, mm-hmm. Matthias. What do you have for our guest, Lindsay? Well, geez, Icon, it's either you're trying to get me some work or trying to get me my butt kicked or something like that. But either way, we'll talk about that well, in a let's, second. Let's take the latter. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you are talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, the current EWI and APW World's Heavyweight Champion, Matthias here. Welcome to the show. Um, I suppose I'll kind of ask and kind of talk about um, how I did with the previous guest. You said you've been training off and on. Has there been a a very particular part of the business you've had had a difficulty learning or has it been all kind of just, you know, a, a generic smooth ride for you while you've been uh, learning up in the business? Um, I was listening live also to the previous. She sounds amazing. Um, it's It's been kind of the same. It's, we're women. We're emotional. We like to ask questions. And um, that's not always the case as in, like, I've when you train under people that are really old school, it's like, 
take cotton out of your ears and put it in your mouth, and that's one of them. And like the politics of wrestling and the way things go as just in general. Some of them are a little bit difficult, but it's, it's keeping your mouth closed sometimes, like in training. It's uh, I guess you're supposed to just go out there and do it instead of asking like, well, I didn't quite see what your hands was or whatever. And it's, it's just put their hands in their mouth and just basically say zip it. And I get the point. Uh, fair enough. And then uh, I was going to try to think of another question. I, I don't know if I asked to. i got to think of another here. Um, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was one of your uh, – if you've only if you've only worked for one promotion, if not, what was one of your favorite uh, promotions you've ever got the opportunity to work for because of, like, traveling or match-wise or what? What was one of your favorite promotions you've ever been, to, ever been able to be involved with? Um, when I went to Washington, they started, um, Northwest, um, I'm John Blanks, Northwest, and PW, professional. Um, he kind of started a glamour, and it was all women. Northern California doesn't have that many women professional wrestlers. So you end up in the same kind of little circuit with the same women wrestlers, and he had women from Colorado, and he was bringing in quite a few other women to, you know, wrestle again. I ended up having to have carpal tunnel surgery, so I've been away for like two months, two, three months, and I'm just now getting back into it. But um, I got to the honor of wrestling Malia, and I've watched her. I mean, and she's not, like, she's quite a bit older, and she's still wrestling, and she's just an amazing woman, an amazing heel, no less. And it was just an honor to be her opponent, basically. Yeah. Okay, and then is, uh, has there ever been anyone in the business that you've interacted with or you've wrestled with or you trained with that you're just like, you know, I don't think I'd maybe want to work with them again or they've been kind of, you know, giving me the off kind of vibes? Mm, no. Um, as, as catty as women are, there's not really, like, I'm a very friendly people person and I'm, like, really good baby face. Like, I just... The opportunity to even wrestle, there's not too many women that I even, like, ew, I would never, like, I don't get that from from women. I think it's because it's more a very small, tight-knit group for the most part. I'm sure some of them like me, but just won't face my face. But for the most part, we're just trying to be cordial and friendly. I don't have any enemies. Okay. Okay, fair enough. All right, we have uh, we have uh, Lindsay as our guest here, and we're on eighty nine point one Kins FM, and we got about uh, well, we got about uh, twenty seven minutes, so uh, we'll try and uh, fill this uh, fill this in as uh, quickly as we can here. Uh, but uh, well, Lindsay, let's kind of talk a little bit about uh, you know you you mentioned that uh, when you start at what age you started, and uh, you know we have uh, AEW out there, we have the WWE. Let's say that uh, one of them were to, like an official or someone, see you at a show, and they were to come up to you after the show and say, hey, you know, we're having tryouts, and uh, we'd, like you to, uh, we'd like you to come try out for us. Uh, Two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And two, if you do get that big multimillion-dollar contract, would you not big-time us and still talk to us uh, after you sign said contract? I would absolutely say yes. I mean... 
I'm older, but like that's been my dream since a little girl. I would never pass up on that opportunity. And two, no, I would not big time you. I would absolutely still talk to you. Now, how much I could talk to you about would be probably up to the contract, but I would never, if not call in or if you wanted me as a guest, I would absolutely <clears throat> be on the show. You guys are awesome. Well, you know the. And I I, I love well, what you, you know, do. Like it's. Well, you know, the reason why I asked that is we had uh, we had a guest. Uh, um, she was 17 years old at the time. Her name was Kenzie Page, and she debuted with AEW, and I asked her the same question. And uh, after she debuted, I called her up, and uh, she says, uh, Hey, Icon, how you doing? Good to ha- uh, I-, I don't have much time, but uh, uh, how you doing? I said, Well, hey, I was just uh, seeing if you would uh, actually take my call and you would keep your promise, and she did. You know, and I know that uh, uh, most people, after they're a guest on their show, they uh, they they file my phone number as "Do not answer this" or uh, "This is that guy again," or uh, 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 or as Granny's Matthias uh, uh, habits set, uh, set up as uh, debt collector. Do not do not talk to or something like that. Uh, but we yeah. have uh, Lindsay's our guest here now. Uh, I'm kind of curious, Lindsay. What uh, what does the remainder of uh, 2022 look for you in your schedule uh, as far as uh, events that you got coming up? <clears throat> uh, like, like I said, I took like a two and a half three month break from it all, and but I still got some bookings. I just kind of want to go slow back into it. I mean, it's a major hand surgery. I've had a couple since my surgery, but um, I personally take one weekend a month and say no, no to anybody because I need that personal time for me. Like Saturday I'm wrestling here in my hometown in Sacramento at the Colonial Theater and that's one of my favorite ones for local, like my home group because it's such a it's like a theater. There's like cascading like chairs and the fans are just and it's so loud in there and the lights it's, it's pretty awesome. I thought so we're just now in August. I think I have um, a couple in the later part of August and two in September. They're all local ones. I wasn't really planning to travel much in, <clears throat> for the rest of the remainder of the year. But, I mean, if something comes up, I definitely will consider it. But it's it's hard coming back after not being in in full time. It really is. Like two months, you almost know, forget your name. And, uh, you know, when uh, when I booked you uh, to be a guest on the show back in January, I was going to ask you how the uh, the rematch went with uh, between you and uh, uh, Christian Von Erie. Uh, she's so... She cheated, didn't she? Talented. She's, well, yeah, her... Uh, she had a manager this time. And, uh, yeah, they come cheated. But she's such a, I don't understand why she cheated. She's such an amazing wrestler. She is. I mean, I've, I've watched now, her. I've looked up to her as well. And oof, she's a tough cookie. Not, Very tough. Now, her her, man, her manager's name wasn't Sylvester J. Fox, was it? No, but it probably could be his uh, double. I mean, his name G G Money or G Spot <laughs> or some weird <laughs> Looks like a rich kid, basically. Well, yeah, that sounds like Sylvester J. Fox. 
Uh, uh, Lindsay's our guest here, and uh, we're on eighty nine point one Kens FM, and we got uh, we only got about uh, twenty three minutes here. So, uh, uh, real quick here, so we can do this. If our fans want to check you out, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. Uh, what do you got? Well, I have uh, my my Facebook. It's just Lindsay Fox. It's my full name. I haven't quite made a professional page, which I probably should because I have way more friends list than, on my list than I probably want. And then I have an Instagram that's just fairly new because someone, I don't know how, got hacked into my old one. So all my wrestling photos, all my old photos, my videos, everything on there was taken away. But my new one is lady underscore Lindsay underscore 143. And that's Instagram. I have do not have a Twitter. I think that's my biggest downfall in this whole wrestling business is you're supposed to be really good with the social media and I am just not and I think I should hire somebody to do that for me yeah you know and I I think we uh, may have uh, talked about this but you said you mentioned you were taking uh, uh, some time off Uh, did did you mention when uh, your next event is uh, coming and uh, uh, what will we have to do to get you down here to uh, North Dakota to wrestle for us uh, well, Saturday, I'm wrestling here in my hometown, um, and you you schedule it, I will go. I think it would be fun. I mean, I went to Ohio. It wasn't really a, a, a wrestling match. It was more like a grappling match, like a real shoot match, and that was interesting. It was fun, and I enjoyed it, and I'm almost offended that uh, <coughs> they haven't invited me back. I don't know why, but... Um, you book it, I'm. I would be honored to go. I would be honored. Well, you know, I, I know that um, Matthias is going to be biased when I ask this question, but you know, she. I think she'd do pretty good with one of our local promotions, wouldn't she? I I'd say so. Anybody anybody could come out to the ring and do it. It's just the dedication that shows how good of a wrestler you are. And I mean, Icon's been willing to apparently try to get me an opponent. And since I am a double champion, one in North Dakota and one in Wisconsin, I'm more than willing to take on a new opponent in my home territory. Or, as Granny and I were talking recently, I don't know if this is the person she has coming up to Moorhead, Minnesota on September 12th, but I'll be willing to add her into the mix, and I'll take on all four of you. <laughs> you you oh, might wow. have a bigger mouth than what you can back that up. I'm just saying. Ooh, I, I knew there was a reason why I liked her. I knew there was a reason why I liked her. Whatever. I've been taking on boys bigger than you my whole life. I'm, I'm up for the challenge. Let's go. Oh, you may have opened a can of worms there, Matthias, that mm-hmm. you don't want to mess with. Mm-mm. A can of worms? I eat them daily. Let's go. Ugh. Just like mankind? Mm-hmm. That was the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Boogeyman. Boogeyman. Well, you know, boogeyman one thing... is the one that eats worms. Mm-hmm. Well, well, apparently you guys uh, did not see the uh, Mankind interviews with uh, well, uh, J.R. Lindsay, when if, about if you take on if you take on Matthias, Granny's definitely going to have to find a way to get to that show so I can be in your corner that night and walk you out to the ring to face Matthias. So, you know. So make sure you have her back in time to the nursing home so she doesn't miss her curfew. Hey, I don't have no curfew, big boy. I don't have no curfew, and (laughs) I don't 
live in a nursing home, okay? So just saying. Well, you know, you know the thing. Well, you know the thing is, Lindsay. You know, we we uh, even though uh, uh, you'd never know it, uh, we 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 do love each other. Uh, just we have a funny way of showing it, kind of like my my relatives do for me. It's violence. It's always settled. Ooh, it right. always shows the most love. But you know, I, I'm kind of curious. That's why I learned uh, Lindsay, to fight with uh, my brother. Wow, uh, you know, Lindsay, I, I got a couple ego questions here for you, uh, okay. and. Uh, uh, one of the uh, eagle questions I have is uh, the icon made you a collector's card. I was wondering what you thought of that. It's cute. I really, really like it. I'm actually honored that he would he would make that for me. It's very, very pretty. And the other question I had is, uh, you know, your your ring attire. I I love the fact that you have the whole red, white, and blue thing in the. Uh, uh, you know, you you have the the painting over your one eye. I, I was just kind of curious. How long does that take to uh, uh, to do? And when did you where did you come up with the eye patch thing? Oh goodness, that eye patch thing. So most most times I can put it on. I'm I'm 39. I'm not real good at makeup, so sometimes it takes me a while. Uh, I was thinking about sending it somewhere to get it like a temporary tattoo, so I could just slap that on. But um, actually, it was. Um, on, I think it was pin interest. It was something like that. It was like a Fourth of July kind of makeup thing, and it just looked really cool. It was tough looking, and it wasn't quite makeup because I'm a tomboy, and makeup's not really my thing. Well, you know, uh, I'll tell you what we do have. Uh, we do have one of our uh, uh, one of our, our friends here that's calling in. Uh, and, uh, uh, um, uh, well, I, I don't know what, uh, the reason why he's calling in is, uh, uh, and I, I know that, uh, Lindsay, you probably won't care, but we're actually celebrating our 52nd week on the air. Uh, next week we'll have been on the show, uh, been on the air for an entire year on 89.1 Ken's FM. That's so awesome. it, it's kind I of not a, care? Well, well, you know, most people when I when I when I talk about what I'm doing, they say I don't care. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I've heard that a lot. Uh, you know, uh, I am, um, you know, I am. But anyway, uh, so uh, I'm going to bring him on, and uh, I don't know if he uh, if we have a question for you, but uh, we uh, I am going to introduce him. This is the Big Swing, and uh, go ahead, Big Swing. Do you have a question for our guest, or uh, do you just want to wait? Uh, for the last 15 minutes when we uh, talk about our uh, our slammiversary, as we're going to call it. Um, well, normally, being as long-winded as I am uh, as a radio personality, I would normally have a question. Unfortunately, tonight, uh, with a lot of other things going on, um, I wasn't able to, you know, catch the beginning of it. So, honestly, I, I don't. I don't know anything really to ask. I don't want to ask something that's already been rehashed or or something that, you know, could be off base. So um, it sounds like you got it handled, um, but I'll jump in and wait for the anniversary thing. All right. Well, well, you could. Well, I thought maybe we'd ask her about Edge or something if she's ever met Edge or something, you know, because uh, Lindsay, he's a big Edge head. Well, let me ask this. Uh, uh, since you've been in the business, uh, who has been uh, probably the uh, one of the more famous uh, veteran wrestlers that you've met, if any? 
Um, since I've been in the business, um, I would have to definitely be Malia, but I've met quite a few of the vets like that are actually in the business when, so the way I found out there was independent wrestling, indie wrestling was my little sister got her Make-A-Wish granted. And after, I'd say, I got out of teenagers and had kids. I, I wasn't really watching much TV, and so with my sister, as like eight years old, she started watching wrestling, so it renewed all that for me. But when she got her Make-A-Wish granted, she wanted to go to SummerSlam. But the way they announced it was they took us to an indie wrestling place and announced it there, but they said, hey, have you ever wanted to be a wrestler, blah, 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 hit us up after the show. And I was just amazed that I didn't know that there was such thing as called indie wrestling. And so we got to go to SummerSlam and we met, I mean, Make-A-Wish Foundation is completely just amazing. They made, took care of everything. And it was, um, you know, we got in-depth to talk with the wrestlers from Bray Wyatt to Roman Reigns to, and like, Sasha Banks and Bailey. I mean, Seth Rollins. I mean, there were so many of them that were just interacting with the kids, and it was interesting to see um, who was more friendly than the others and who kind of was willing to talk about the business a little bit more because my sister's dream was also to be a wrestler. So she was kind of trying to you know, pick their brain about how to get in. And, and some of them weren't really there, but uh, Dana uh, Dana Warrior, uh, Ultimate Warrior's wife, she was pretty That's helpful. That's awesome. And she's an amazing woman. Like, I can tell you she befriended my sister. She, you know, gave her her personal phone number, and they still talk regularly. And that was a good six years ago. So if, if it was anybody that I um, had met, it would have been Dana anymore she's pretty amazing you know uh you know a lot of people you know a lot of people uh like to you know criticize me because you know uh i mean uh i know that i know that big swing his hero of course is edge and uh matthias i don't think we've ever mentioned who your wrestling hero is no i just uh that never even really came up and ever since i joined the show but there was just a lot of them that i watched growing up that i just thought were just the greatest I grew up, and I, I could tell about the whole first time I ever got into wrestling, but uh, back when I was really watching, I was really dedicated before the, in the past and stuff, was definitely Edge was one of my favorite heels. Of course, you know, Cena was one, or Rey Mysterio, one of the faces, one of my favorites. So I, I just had an overall genre of favorites. I can't really say right now at the top of my head that I necessarily had a wrestling hero. I just loved wrestling all in general. And I just loved watching everybody just go and fight in the ring, basically. Well, it's funny because I thought you yeah. were going to say your favorite wrestler was yourself. but I mean, well, I am. I am, of course, my favorite wrestler now. Now that I am part of the business and now that I am officially in the ring, of course, Matthias is not only North Dakota's number one heel. He is the United, he's one of the United States' number one wrestler because I am not only a dual champion, but I could take anybody in the ring. And then if you're a man, I'll take your girl when you're done. And if you're a girl, well, I guess, you know, What's done is done, and I'll just take my my money and walk away. And uh, Jay, who's your hero? 
Well, I've met a lot of big-name wrestlers over the years. I mean, I've been a fan for a long time. I'm personal friends with some of them. Um, I've had dinner with some of them. So, I mean, I always loved Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I've had dinner with him and Tommy Dreamer. I'm I'm friends with Hacksaw's wife, Deborah. I got to see them at WrestleCon when we went to Texas this year for WrestleMania, which was a huge bucket list for me and my family. So... I got to see a lot of wrestlers that I would not normally ever get to meet at WrestleCon. And, of course, I wore my original Granny Holster shirt there, and I got a lot of compliments there. Um, the people from Fight TV even interviewed me at WrestleCon that Saturday, which was pretty cool. So, um, of course, I'm a big Rock and Roll Express fan. I love Ricky and Robert over the years, and I know Ricky Morton is wrestling a lot of matches with his son, Carrie, this year, and I've heard and I hope that this is true but I've heard that Ricky and Kerry Morton is going to be coming to Down South Championship Wrestling in Arkansas I think in December I'm personal friends with Trevor Murdoch um my gosh I've just the names I've just you know you know a lot of people uh we got to meet um, EC3 and, of course, Adam Sher, you know, which was, you know, Braun Strowman, you know, at Control Your Narrative this year. And we've got a big, huge show for Wrestling for a Cause this weekend where some of the stars from Control Your Narrative are going to be there. EC3 is going to be there. James Storm is going to be there. Josh Woods from Ring of Honor is going to be there. It's going to be a huge, huge event, and that's like an early birthday celebration for Granny. I I can't wait. We reserved a VIP front row table for that show. I'm so excited for Saturday. I can't wait. So, and uh, of course, you know everybody knows that my heroes uh, in wrestling, of course, were Roddy Roddy Piper, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, <clears throat> and um, uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Um, and uh, you know we lost both of them. Um, and, uh, of course, when it comes to Ultimate Heroes, uh, for me, and I don't want to get emotional here, I mean, he celebrates his 80th birthday next Monday, uh, my father. And, uh, you know, they always say that some people never get to meet their heroes. I was raised by mine, and I know that my dad is listening right now. And uh, uh, happy early birthday, Dad, and uh, I do love you, and, uh, you know, your baby boy's uh, trying to make make it big, uh, but <laughs> I'm still going to need loans from now and then. But anyway, but, uh, <laughs> I was going to mention this, too. I kind of mentioned this last week. I've realized going into the business and being an actual wrestler, I, I found that it's a whole lot different reaction, and I don't know if uh, our guest here can attest to this, but, like, back when you're a fan and you're only watching on TV and you're only this and that, and you go to shows, you tend to mark out to the wrestlers. You tend to mark out to the talent and to the people that are involved in the business. Like, oh, my God, it's so nice to meet you and stuff. But when you're, like, a wrestler and you're involved in the business and you're working at shows, you're all just one big happy family. No one freaks out about the bigger talents and stuff. We all just come in. We treat each other with respect. Simple as that. Like, for last weekend or two weekends ago, I went to Omaha, Nebraska, and I did a – um, a seminar with Mike and Maria Bennett. And, of course, as you all know, Maria was a former WWE diva back then, and they've been traveling the circuit ever since. But when they walked in the building, no one was like, oh, my God, it's you, oh, my God, it's you. Everyone just shook each other's hand, said, what's up, how are you doing? 
and they went to the back to get changed for the seminar. Like that, it's just it's so different feeling how I felt back growing up versus now being in the business and just interacting with them like they're my family. It's like I never thought I would meet this person, let alone be talking to them about a business we both love and getting advice and not like geeking out over the situation. Yeah. That's awesome. That that it is. It's because you're we are pretty much all in the same playing field. <clears throat> we got in the business and, and it is kind of like a personal like bubble space back there. That's where we're all equal. So having another wrestler come oh my god it's like, okay, I just got enough out there. Um this is exactly. You get enough you know, from the crowd and, and as I it get, is. Yes. And it's like just now finally like I like here in Sacramento there's like the American River and it's just a huge kind of hangout spot and everyone floats the river and like I'm with my kids and someone actually noticed me and they're like, Oh my god and I'm like, Oh god, here we go And it was kind of <laughs> overwhelming. <laughs> I mean I was grateful grateful that they would recognize me not in my gimmick like in my out oh, my gear and all that stuff but it tends to get a little overwhelming at times but yeah at that stage it's, it's a whole new ball game and I'm even honored to be able to be a part of that like, and that's my biggest thing is remembering to be humble in all of this because we are all just people we, we just trained hard we got where we are because of dedication and, and I know they can say the same thing and just remembering to be humble because it can all be taken away Exactly. Well, I've got well, to make you. one quick comment. I got to make one quick comment, Icon, and and Matthias said it pretty well. You know, I am not a wrestler. I am just a fan. But I know so many people in the wrestling business, whether it's independent, professional, whatever, and you know these wrestlers that I know that I spend time with, you know, on a monthly basis, you know, where I live at the independent shows. I mean, they're my family. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they, you know, I have a son, Lindsay, who is 35 years old, and he uh, he has bipolar disorder. He was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder like a year mm-hmm. ago as an adult. But especially at Wrestling for a Cause, Tim Rockwell, and I got to give a big kudos out to him because he always... When it's Anthony's birthday, I mean, he always recognizes my son, and he always makes him feel like he matters. And and I just got to throw one thing out. Um, it's been one year ago on August 4th that we lost the great, beautiful Bobby Eaton. And I'm friends yes. with his sister, and, you know, and I knew Bobby when when traditional championship wrestling was running here in Arkansas, that's how we got to know beautiful Bobby. And I'll tell you, Bobby would, even if he didn't have a shirt to give you off of his back, he would give you, he would do anything to help you. I mean, that's just the way beautiful Bobby was. And, you know, it's so hard to believe that it's been one year that we lost such a great talent in the wrestling business. And but but I I do have to agree with Matthias that when you're in that locker room, I mean that's your family. I mean you are family, mm-hmm. and you know people that may not be a fan or whatever or don't understand wrestling or oh they say oh that's just fake. You know I I've had people tell me that and I'll say listen you know yeah you may feel that <laughs> way, but 
I tell you, if I had a problem or if I needed help, I guarantee all I would have to do is pick up a telephone and just call one of those wrestling friends that I have that I consider my family. And if they could be there for me, they would be there for me in a heartbeat, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. One call. Well, I'll tell you what, One Lindsay, uh, I do want to thank you for being on with us tonight. You have been awesome, and uh, if no, we haven't you. scared away too much, we would definitely Thanks, love to have Lindsay. you on again at some point. Thank you, Lindsay. Absolutely. No problem. Thank you. It was an honor. All right. Lindsay, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, like I say, I'm not going to butcher her name, but uh, she was awesome. All right. Uh, well, we have about uh, we got about uh, ten minutes here before we play uh, Matthias. Uh, Matthias's uh, big swings, biggest. Uh, okay. Uh, we tell we play uh, big swings favorite song, but uh, well, hey, you know, big swing. Can you imagine? Can you believe that we've been on the air here on eighty nine point one Ken's FM for a year now? Can you believe that? Uh, I actually can't. I still remember when you guys made the announcement that you were going to FM um, on on more of a main scale. Uh, again, the FM here is sort of like a sister station, um, you know, to the ESPN one, and it's just kind of like, yeah, here, have the back studio, play it weird hours. Like, it's not even live when we do it. They play it, like, at, you know, like 6 in the morning or something the next day. So it's it's it, it was a start, but you've really taken it um, – you know, to another level with live FM radio. And, um, you know, it's changed up a little bit. You know, we have to run ads now and have time to segments. And, uh, you know, we can't, some of our guests can't. No, yeah, legal IDs and things like that. And some of our guests can't be uh, as, maybe as as vocally creative as they've been in the past. Um, with internet radio, but it's, yeah, it's great. It's been a year, and it's flown by. Um, Ever since you made that announcement, it's been nonstop, and, you know, I've had to take a little bit of a step back just due to life's issues and different things going on, but you guys have, you know, kept the the show rolling, and, you know, that's, that's great. You've kept chugging along, and it seems like it's getting stronger and stronger every week. And, uh, you know, from where we started, remember the first guest that uh, you guys ever had was Buff Bagwell, and uh, I, I encourage people to go check out to see what Buff, uh, Buff is out of rehab, and he looks completely different now. He does not even look like the Buff Bagwell that we know, but uh, he's healthy now and he's in a better place. And uh, we wish Buff uh, a lot of a lot of luck with his continued Buff journey, but. Now, now remember, it started out with you guys. Uh, I wasn't even part of the original plan back then uh, when you guys started. You guys started out in a garage, and then uh, I was, if you remember, I was just a caller when you guys started out. Yeah, and and you know what's crazy? All that time ago, um, I don't even really remember, to be honest with you, how Dustin uh, came about even getting by. I remember he went out to some event. In, in North Dakota where he met Buff. Maui I don't Madness. even remember how... Yeah, Maui Madness, correct. But I don't even remember how he, like, why he went to that event or, or anything. Like, I just remember he went out there, he met Buff, he met Scott Steiner, he rode in the limo, the whole thing, and then, you know, Buff was on our show. So I don't, I don't even remember um, exactly why he went to the event. I mean, it was so many years ago now. 
Well, um, he was, and he was running uh, Overtime.News at the time. Correct. He, he, he was, and, and I was one of the writers and personalities for that as well. And of course, I went out to the one the next year. Um, but the, the crazy thing is, Icon, it is we all know that you, know, you started as a caller, uh, just like Granny started in as a caller. Um, but I haven't even forgotten how you even heard about us. Now, did you find out about what we were doing from Dustin at that event? Or, or how did you even come across us on the Internet? Because at the time, we were still small platform. Yeah, what would happen was I, I told, uh, you know, I heard uh, about Dustin uh, in Overtime.News, and uh, I said, you know, hey, you know, I'd love to come work for you if you ever need anybody. The only thing is I, I won't leave Fargo because I did that before. And, you know, he's like, uh, you know, uh, uh you know, sure. We'll, we'll give you we'll give you a shot. And then I, I I called in and uh, the the first my very first appearance was actually the day after WrestleMania. Uh, several uh, uh, I can't remember what WrestleMania was at that time, but uh, we were all in Bob Putt's basement, and uh, it was uh, it was me, Buff, uh, Scott Steiner, and uh, all the winners of Maui Madness, and we were watching the game. And uh, yep. remember, uh, we played past the phone. Uh, we were talking about WrestleMania. That was a WrestleMania where Stephanie uh, 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 Man wore that that leather outfit where she came down with Triple H in the motorcycle. That WrestleMania, correct? I think that was twenty nine, twenty eight. Yes, years. I believe so. Yep, yep, yep. That was a, that was a and, while uh, ago. You know, I mean, that was a long, long time ago. Yeah, and, and look look how many, uh, I mean, we've had uh, several uh, co-hosts uh, on the show, mm-hmm. and, of course, all have uh, moved on to different things, and they've all forgotten about us, but uh, we're still here. Well, we're still chugging away. They wanted to move on and get paid, you know, and I know Dustin's doing his own thing. He's coaching, you know, his daughter's athletics events now and things, and uh, not quite sure what Jason's doing. Um, we had another fill-in, a couple of fill-in guests, uh, at the time, yeah, the guy but, that, yeah, the guy that looked like uh, Nun from uh, uh, Superman One and Two. Yes, when when everything started to from crumble and correct, when, when when everything started to crumble and uh, you know people started to go their separate ways, I thought you know maybe for sure um, you know it was it was it was curtains on vaudeville, you know what I mean? It was like it was done. But uh, you you know you've done a good job of wanting to keep everything afloat and alive, and I appreciate that because that was our original vision anyway. Um, and, you know, I didn't know that a- an interview show was going to be the format that was going to become so big. I thought for sure that our original format was going to be the meal ticket, but apparently, you know, you've you've done a, a hell of a job with it. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see, you know, now what the future holds. And, um, you know, as you guys continue to chug forward every week. Well, you know, uh, 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 apparently our, uh, the owner of the station, uh, Ken, uh, who was uh, on with us a little bit ago, he, lo- he loved the gift that we all got him. We got him a set, of course, you know, we got him a, um, a, a seven transistor, 
from like back when he was a kid, and uh, apparently yes. uh, we're gonna we're gonna be staying with Ken's FM for a while, and hopefully, uh, a Big Swing, you'll be able to join us more. But uh, I know there's a there's a little swing on the way, and uh, yes, in have, December, uh, yes, in December, and uh, I believe uh, if you you're getting married or you're already married and you didn't send me an invitation or the mailman didn't give me the invitation, whatever it was. But no, uh, no, I would no, have not, been there. Uh, we are, no, we are, we are heathens. Uh, we are not married. Um, so that's, yes. that's not something that we have uh, done yet or gotten to yet. So um, luckily, I mean, and, and, and here's the thing. I still feel, you know, terrible about, everything with what happened with your wedding because as for those of you who know uh during icon's wedding was covid and right the whole covid situation uh made it extremely difficult to find plane tickets and things and uh you know unfortunately due to you know uh just ridiculous scheduling and vaccinations and all sorts of stuff. It just made it very hard to get state to state. Um, but looks like a lot of that is over with now. So hopefully, you know, when it is our time, obviously you and Granny and uh, even Matthias, um, even though I know him briefly, you, you'll all get you all get the invite. Right. Well, and you know, Matthias was at my wedding, and of course, when I found out well, he also Granny wasn't able there, to make though. it, probably easier. Well, yeah, I know. And when uh, I told a little Homer that Granny wasn't able to make it, uh, I mean, he he moped around the apartment for uh, a couple of days because Granny wasn't coming down here. But uh, we got about uh, we got about a minute here before we got to uh, hit the theme song. But uh, uh, we will be here every week on eighty nine point one Ken's FM, starting every Monday night from eight or from nine p.m. to eleven p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, three big guests coming up next week. Uh, be watching our Facebook page for who those are, and uh, hopefully uh, Big Swing will be able to join us a lot more within the within the year. Uh, we understand that he's got his stuff going on, but uh, Matthias, you're going to be with us, right? As usual. And Granny, you're going to remain with us, correct? Oh, yeah. Now that uh, uh, we, uh, we're a lot richer now because we... Uh, we kept Sylvester J. Fox's money, and uh, we we did the double cross on it. But until next week, uh, we all want you to be safe. We all love you, and uh, we'll see you all next week. And don't forget, love each other, be safe. We'll see you next week, everybody. All right. You think you know me? Now some homegrown rock and roll on 89.1 Ken's FM.